Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Um, year 2020. It's the first podcast of 2020, and um, I'm going to try to have more podcasts up here, um, more topics to have fitness related um, problems, problems you see in the sport, problems you see in the gyms, you know, problems you see with just just training as a whole overall. Um, first, I'd like to get into right. Um, 2020 is a new year, a new decade, and um, but um, every new year, you know, um, <clears throat> everybody starts their resolutions thing, and um, resolutions uh, come and go, and the fitness, the you know, fitness is one of the biggest ones, if not if not bettering yourself or um, getting better at this, cutting this out, and you know, st- or starting something new. So when it when it comes to fitness, right? Um, every time I'm in the gym, one of the biggest problems, okay, that that I think that'll never go out of style is people's form. Um, you go into the gym, <clears throat> you see people in there training, you just see that the form is off, and I like to contribute that to social media, okay? Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you know. Um, you see people in the gym training and they got the, they're listening to this person that got a huge following or a huge, um, or they're, or they're a big influencer because they have a huge, they got a lot of followers. So a lot of people is going to, you know, flock and, and listen to what they had to say and then follow, follow, you follow their words. Um, the biggest people on social media with the hugest, with the biggest following, um, don't always have the answers, don't always have the best advice, you know, um, even people with the lowest following that, that just have like a small following has some really good advice because they've gone through the trial and error. They've been in the game of training long before social media was even a thing, you know, and I, and and you can contribute that to a lot of people that's in their forties, that's in their late thirties, just cracking the just cracking the forties or, or close to it. Even guys in the in the um, in the fifties and beyond, you know, way before social media was even was even a thought process. These guys were in the gym. Form is great, you know. Longevity, man. Long talk about longevity. You you name a lot of people that got longevity today, and a lot of people don't have it because the form. Form is number one, and then technique on top of that is another thing to really put into consideration is technique and, and form. Okay, and the form the form is off. You know that everybody with the with the diet part, you know, you can have the best diet in the world, man. You can have the the best dietitian on the planet. On the planet. But if that training if that training is not 100% right, that form is not 100% looking good, getting the most benefit out of that exercise, getting the muscles worked that had to be worked, and then the secondary muscles that's helping that main muscle get to where it needs to be, you know, and then pulling in another muscle like the core area with every exercise, and then technique on top of that. It's another biggest thing that technique and form go hand in hand. 
if that form is not right, how do you expect <clears throat> to advance in fitness? And what I mean advance in fitness, I'm talking about advancing your physique, advancing like longevity, you know, advancing to 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 um to look really good when you get on stage. You know, and then just uh, somebody, and you, this is the other thing too, a lot of people need to keep in the back of their mind when you're in there and you got your, you got your, your music on and you in there ready to kill it, you know, and, and you're about to hit this set and then you're, even though you, you got those people and then you got other people that's just hitting the sets and they, you know, pacing back and forth, just getting their breath ready to get to the next set. And then at the same time, they're in their, their element, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Keep in the back of your mind, people, that it's always somebody watching you. It's always somebody watching you. You could be a guy on social media with not even that that many followers, but you know what the hell you're doing in that gym. You know what the hell you're doing when it comes to training. You know your body. And get this, like, like how many people... And fitness know their body. <clears throat> this is one of the biggest things why a lot of people get coaches. I'm not talking about trainers at a gym. You can get a trainer at a gym. But when I'm talking about a coach, I'm talking about a, a, a coach that's somebody based online. Or got their own, you know, personal training, you know, services. <clears throat> that does That doesn't work in the gym at all. They're just doing everything on their own. That's what you call a coach. A lot of coaches out there don't know what they're doing. Even their form is not even 100%. And then they're trying to tell somebody else how to do the exercise. And then on top of that, which I have the biggest gripe about coaches, is why I'm always raving and ranting about coaches all the time, is that a lot of them don't look the part. A lot of them are in shape. A lot of them don't even practice training like that. You know, it's all about sitting down reading um, a book or some, or or another book that someone else wrote up that you need to get certified with. You can be a certified trainer by getting knowledge from a textbook. You can go online, Google. Get as much information as you can. But one of the biggest things of becoming a trainer, okay, is trial and error. That is the biggest thing, trial and error. You know, trial and error is like the foundation of just training. You can do, this is the greatest thing about trial and error, okay, before social media was even, was even, thought of, it's even the thought process. I always say all the time that it's a shame that muscle mags aren't around anymore because muscle mags really was like the cornerstone of just training. It was just the cornerstone of it. It was like the foundation, the cornerstone, everything. You know, um, muscle mags, a lot of people got a lot of information from muscle magazines, even though they came out monthly and then some magazines came out bi-monthly. You would get a lot of information. This is how you would find out about a lot of fitness people. Like <clears throat> every magazine catered to a certain group of people. 
okay, certain uh, certain demographic, if you will. So, say like uh, say like Muscle Mag Magazine, okay, Muscle Mag Magazine focused on bodybuilding, Flex Magazine, bodybuilding, muscular development, bodybuilding. Now, when it came to men's fitness, that just that focused on guys who was just in the fitness, but they had some bodybuilding in there. But this was just an all-around fitness. When it came to um, calisthenics, when it came to just weight training, and then when it came to just running, you know, just just playing all-around fitness, you had cross training in there. But this is way before like even um, even CrossFit came out. You know, CrossFit was out, but it was like very, very small. And this is, I'm talking about, I'm still talking about the years of the early 2000s, you know. And, um, <clears throat> and it, you know, um, it, it barely talked about like, like gymnasts and stuff like that. But you had that type of stuff when it came talking about gymnasts and, um, Fitness RX magazine. Fitness RX was, about fitness. If it had fitness in the name, it pretty much focused on fitness, but you still had bodybuilding principles in there, even though it was it was based on fitness. Now, um, today, muscle mags aren't around anymore because social media is out. You know, and and every, you know, someone gets on social media, get a lot of followers. A lot of people is going to go over and get as much advice from them because they have a lot of followers. Oh, they got a lot of followers. They must know what they're talking about. Not exactly. I said, don't don't get blinded by the follower count versus the knowledge that they're saying. Because the follower count and the knowledge is not going to, is not going to equal, is, is going to cancel out each other. That's pretty much what's going to happen. There's a lot of people, as I said before, with a huge following on social media that don't know what they're talking about. They're still learning. As I say, as a whole, the entire world of fitness, everyone is still learning. There is no super guru out there that just knows everything. Everyone is still learning. And what I mean by everyone is still learning, everyone is still learning their body. I don't care how old you are. You're still learning your body. The studies are always changing all of the time. But the studies are not always 100% concrete. It's just a hypothesis of what scientists and doctors are coming up with saying that a new study just came out that this can help, you know, live longer or this can help with, you know, um, healthy bones or this can help with, you know, heart health, St stuff like that. There's always a new study coming out, but every study is not, like I said, it's not 100% concrete because it's still trial and error with everything. Why do you think so many coaches, when they train a person, it takes them a little bit of time to figure out the person's body? They got to be training with them for a little bit. You know, um, it's something to really think about, you know, when it comes to fitness. There's so many different um, people out there that's just, that's still learning about it, that need guidance from different people. But there's so many people out there that just think they have the answers about fitness that you're getting the wrong information. Now, one thing I don't understand, right, is when one person goes to ask someone a question and this person will have a huge following, and yet they'll go back and ask somebody else and they'll get an answer from them and then they say, oh, well, so-and-so said this. Okay, so 
Why would you ask one person this and then go ask someone else and then start trying to question what that person said? So who are you supposed to believe? This is why I said the fact that trial and error comes into play. There's coaches out there that do train, that that do look the part, but they don't train as crazy as they probably used to because a lot of train a lot of coaches out there used to do bodybuilding. A lot of coaches out there are um influencers that's just getting into the um that's getting into fitness. They 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 wanna show or they or even they didn't even place well at a show but then they turn around and play coach and then want to tell somebody else how to do it, how to get in the shape. Fitness today is like so ass backwards. It's been that way for years. And I'm trying to figure out like all these all these all these new coaches, so-called coaches coming out of the woodwork, you know, trying to reinvent the wheel. And reinventing the wheel only causes a lot of trouble. That's what reinventing the wheel does. Okay. Let me get on to another thing is when it comes to women. Now women is one of the they're one of the biggest um, females are real real popular with this. Let me put it that way, okay? Women, the new year start off, and all the women want to go to the gym. They want to lose weight. They want to get a tight body. They want to look like one of the girls they see on social media. They want to look like this. They want to, you know... Tighten up the glutes. They want a big butt. And they want this, that, you know, small thighs. I'm like, listen. Women have to have a realistic idea of getting that look. Because I said every woman is not going to get that look. Everybody's body is different. A lot of people need to need to get a grasp on that. Um, one of the biggest misconceptions... Um, about women training, the thing that drives me nuts is when women go to the gym, or they about to, they they see someone else, all right, and then they just assume that if they lift weights, they're gonna automatically look like somebody, um, one of these muscle, one of these these big muscle girls that you see in the magazines, or you see a girl with a lot of muscles, and they say, oh, I don't want to look like that. <clears throat> women need to understand that. I want, they need to think really hard before they start, before they start saying that because it's, everything that they're saying is not making no sense at all. Okay, first of all, for a woman to get like that, you had to be on some kind of anabolic drugs. First of all, if you're going to look like one of these chicks on stage at an NPC or IFBB show, they're, they're on the anabolics. It's no way impossible that a, a normal woman or even a guy can get that size without being on some kind of type of PEDs or an, an enhancement. There's no way. And women see that and then it discourages the hell out of them. And I'm like, listen, there's no humanly possible way to look like that without being on that. I said, women, look around, okay? How often on a daily basis do you see women walking around jacked? How often do you see women walking around <clears throat> looking like the Hulk? Okay, She-Hulk. How many women do you see walking around on a daily basis looking like someone on the Miss Olympia stage? Like, really? 
I, I, I mean, women need to really think hard before they start talking like that because they're not making no sense. You cannot look like one of these Instagram models or one of the, you know, or one of these chicks that look too good to be true without having some type, some type of work done. Okay, like like some of these chicks be having some work done. Let's let's get real. Let's get real. If you want to look like that, but at the same time, a lot of people don't want to put in the work. You have to put in the work. Everybody just want to get on the diet trail, the the diet bandwagon. They say, oh, you know, I get on this diet. And that's the next part is the diet, the diet rant right here. Okay. You got people out there that want to do talking about 70, 30, 80, 20. I mean, you got people out there talking 90, 10. I'm like, get real, please. There's no way that. You can say 70, 30, 80, 20, and 90, 10 that the diet outweighs the training. Because if the diet outweighed the training, then everybody around here will be trying to eat as good as possible. And they'll be looking like Greek gods around here if, if the diet overweighed the training. In my opinion, it's still 50-50. I don't even put the training over the diet. It has to be half and half. This whole, that's what I'm saying, this whole reinventing the wheel thing... It's stupid because <clears throat> all it does is causes problems and it causes a bunch of confusion saying that the diet outweighs the training. Then, I mean, then what are you going to the gym to train for if it's just 20% or 30% of the whole thing when the whole thing is really diet? You'll be at the market buying all the good foods and you know all the good foods are a little bit expensive, right? So you're going to be at the market probably every three days. Buying food up again because you're gonna be up in there eating like and and this whole you got people out there eating five six times a day like five six small meals a day <clears throat> and let's not get started on intermittent fasting which is a a huge diet craze right now that everybody's on the wagon with listen man only only certain people can do intermittent fasting only certain people can do that you had to train your body <clears throat> to do that. Like me, I only eat I only eat twice a day with maybe like a, a small snack in between. And that's usually like a candy bar or something. <clears throat> but throughout the day, I'm eating only twice a day. And some people even on the, the thing of eating once a day, you know, because it's, it, it helps out their body. That's just the way their body adapted to. You know, no one's going to be eating a whole bunch of food, eating five, six times a day. That's a little outrageous. But that's usually how it used to be. Five, six small meals a day. And that can be a, a protein shake in between. That The protein shake can be one of those meals. You know, and they would consider that a meal. Some people would consider a meal, an apple, and a, a, a handful of almonds. And probably a, a few sticks of celery. And that's a meal. I'm like, that's not a meal. <clears throat> that's a snack. That's not a meal. But that's how that's how fitness is, has evolved when it comes to the diet part. You know, you have to do the training and the diet has to have to balance out each other. It can't be more. It can't be one more than the other. There's no way. There's no way. 
You know, you have to know your body. You have to know how your body reacts to what you eat and how you train. And that's when you'll figure out what food you eat, how it goes through you, what kind of training you do, how your body adapts to it, how do your body reacts to it. And then you'll know what kind of training you need to do, what type of exercise you need to do, what type of food you need to eat, and what type of food you need to stay away from. That's trial and error. In a nutshell, right there. That's trial and error. Without all this, you know, diet diet stuff and training stuff. That's pretty much it. Anybody, anybody can go to a gym and have a trainer. That's good. But then you'll go to the gym and you'll see the trainer's not training the people that great. The, the form is off or they're just telling the person that they're, well, they're watching the person do the exercise and the exercise don't even look good. <clears throat> you know, you see it all the time. But who's the who's who's to go over there and say, hey, they're doing the exercise wrong or, or who's to say to go up to a person and say, hey, I have a better suggestion on how you should, should do this exercise. Now, if you know that person then you may want to want to go up and give them a few tips especially if they if they know who you are <clears throat> and they trust you and they they they'll get advice from you they'll come up and ask you questions then you see them doing the exercise and say hey I got a better suggestion do the exercise like this you know position your body like this grab grab the bars or whatever uh machine or or even free weights and just say, position your body like this. Bend your knees a little bit. Arch your back. You know, tighten your core. <clears throat> things like that. And then they'll feel it in a different way. It's the, same, it's the same way with push-ups. You see so many people doing push-ups a certain way. But once you just tweak, you tweak the hand placement and just the, the body just a little bit. It is a game changer. It's a straight game changer. And, and... People say, I never felt the push-up like that before. It hits, it's so much harder to do it like that. And I said, exactly, because you see so many people doing the push-up like this instead of doing it like that. Then your whole body's engaged in the push-up. Because your whole body's being worked with the push-up, not just one area. There's so many different ways to do an exercise. You just have to have the right people around at the right time to show you how to do the exercise and give you a suggestion. <clears throat> Everybody's going to have their way on doing an exercise, but it only takes the right people that you see on a daily basis that does the exercises that when you watch them train, you see them doing the exercise in a different way that you've never seen nobody do. And, the, and you just see all the muscles in their body, depending on if they have a sleeveless shirt or they just have a fitted shirt or they have a racer back on. You just see the body in motion, adapting to the training. The certain muscles are getting worked, the form of the exercise, how the, how the physique is being pumped up at the time, the muscles being worked. You're sitting there looking at that and say, damn, you know, that person knows what they're doing. Because I see them in here training all the time and they just like look great every time you see them. They just know what they're doing, you know. 
and then you find out that that person is one of the nicest people on the planet and then you can ask them for tips you can ask them questions like somebody like me is a good example anybody can come up to me and ask me a question or ask some for some type of advice and i have no problem talking to that person giving them you know tips of advice the knowledge that i know is always good to pass off the knowledge you know, share the knowledge that you know, because I'm telling you, it can really help somebody out in they in they in their journey, <clears throat> in their fitness journey, man. I call it a quest, a, a quest journey. There's always a quest in the journey, you know. They always say it's not a it's it's it's, it's not about the destination; it's the journey. You know, only the journey isn't written; only the destination. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Along the journey, you're going to have a you're going to have a side quest somewhere. You're going to want to do this with the physique. You're going to want to do that. You know, you never know what the end goal is with the journey when it comes to fitness. Some people it's in their blood, you know, just to train like that. And some people just do it because it's a custom. They got accustomed to the lifestyle, and that's really mainly what fitness is about. It's a lifestyle. That's pretty much it. And a lot of people can't. A lot of people can't do the lifestyle. A lot of people can't become accustomed to it. It's just something that looks great that they want to try out. But it's so much to do with it. It's so much. So much commitment. So much sacrifice to a person. I said a lot of people need to understand what they're getting into before they begin that. You know. So, um, i like to end off with that. First podcast of 2020. Um, new Decade. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, first podcast of the year. Um, like I always say, more to come, more topics, no more opinions. Uh, <clears throat> if you like, you can check out my Instagram page, Panther Muscle Fit. Um, get inspired, you know, get some tips on training, you know, whatever can help you out. Um, also visit the website, panthermusclefit.com. Um, send the email, submit form, need any questions, any tips, feel free to submit a form, get right back to you. You know, same thing with Instagram, leave a comment, DM, you know, any kind of help that you need, you know, just always passing off the knowledge. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Everyone have a very safe 2020 to start off. I just want to say that I have a very safe 2020 to start off the year. You know, it's already the 8th, but it's still a fresh new year. You know, go hard. Go hard on your journey. Go hard on your quest. Have a clear mind of what, of, of where you want to go on the journey. Remember, it's about the journey, not the destination. Remember. You know, because once you hit one goal that you have on that on that journey, there's going to be another goal ready to go. There was a saying, I'm sorry. There was a saying. Guy, went, guy said that he wanted to be the best pilot in the world. The best pilot ever. And the one guy said, how do you know when you're the best? Who decides that? When do you know when you're the best? 
do you, are you the best when you hit the mainland or do you go further than that? You know, <clears throat> that's a question. A question that a lot of people should just ask themselves. How do you know when you're the best? Who decides that when you're the best? And my answer to that always is God, their self. I say their self because God is, can be a man or a woman or a combination of the two. But the only person that can decide when you're at the best is God. So I want to leave you with that. As I said before, everyone have a good night, a good morning, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I really appreciate the, the, the listeners that I get on this podcast. Just even one person just, just hey, just gives motivation that someone's listening, you know. Um, take it easy, everyone. As I said before, have a safe new year and just go hard. Bam. Peace.